Alrighty, guys. This is Randy Ogan right here on Black Educated and Broke. You know what time it is. It is time for our Black Educated and Broke. What is that? Like the dopest podcast that now is a radio show that's around. You know, we're, we talk about things that are affecting millennials. We talk about things that are going on with as far as hip-hop, R&B, and the culture, and specifically the black culture and black news. So first of all, I want to shout out to my team here. Shout out to my boo, Mike B. The Seahawks got a win. Oh, sorry. Are you a Seahawks fan? No, they got black quarterback. Okay, respect. Okay, <laughs> what did they play against? They playing the Packers right now. Okay, is that the game somebody else is watching? Yes. Okay, Maya Poo. Okay, well, okay. girl. Oh, let me get you. I was thinking here you, girl. Maya Poo, go ahead, girl. Can you hear me now? I I'm so sorry. I had your, mo- your volume, like, super low. <laughs> Why don't you love me? I know. I'm sorry, Mike. I just got to be better in life, guys. But I'm glad we're here. You know, our other member will be coming in shortly. Q, y'all know who it is, the crazy one. But I want to, yeah, we're going to, we're getting to his ass soon enough. Uh-oh. But, guys, as you know, this is, like, our first show of the new year. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Happy New Year. Say happy New Year until King Day. Until oh, King Day. Is that, like, a thing? Is that, is that the official That's rule? The rule? I was literally talking oh. to my coworkers, like, how long does it take to keep On that Monday, you can't say it no more because you have to say King Day. Happy okay. King Day. Because that's, that's like, right. we already a weekend. It's I was like, wondering. I thought it was just after the New Year, then you don't say it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. King, to King Day and you take your Christmas tree down. You know black folks still got their tree. I said, yeah, I'm going to take hers down right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, see, I just used to take it out the day after New Year. Oh, I ain't no I, got time. We still drunk. We still drunk, eating. I ain't got time. No, I want it down after Christmas, like the day after Christmas. I don't put them up, so I don't really care what exactly. you do. Exactly. You can leave them up all year for me. I don't care. Mm-mm. Why you don't put yours up, Mike B? I don't believe in all that stuff. I don't. He says it's a pagan holiday. He's not pagan. Thank you so much. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick with King Day. So what day? What the actual date? Monday, January 20th. Yeah, the National Observance. The what? Monday, January 20th. So it's the 20th. Yes. Okay. So are you guys off? Are we all off work? That's a great question. I think I am. I really think I am. I definitely think that I am. I, I am. I'm more than sure that I am because I'm. Think, I'm looking at my calendar in my head right now. I think I am. <laughs> yeah. So Maya, we'll, we'll see. She's gonna be off. What about you, Mike? But you got to work. Uh, I do not know, but the schools are closed. You know, it's still okay, a uh, holiday, right? national and I guess you could say half a state holiday. Half a state. Not the full state, just half a state. I wish I knew the background on it. Like, Well, Maya, maybe you can tell us, like, like when did it start? When did, when did MLK, like, initiate? That's okay, you know, we should find out though. Time, the 70s. <laughs> Maya, we have two segments before that, so you have more than a <laughs> I just want to know, like, I'm just curious, right? You know the news, Mike. I said the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of my best friend's birthdays. So. On J- January the 20th? Mm-hmm. What is that, Aquarius season? Sally. Or is that still Capricorn? I think it's Aquarius. It's still Capricorn. I think it's Capricorn. I think Capricorn starts on the 20th. Uh, Aquarius starts on the 22nd because my brother is like at the cusp. Well, he January ain't into all that, so I've never asked him. <laughs> what he, I never asked him what his star sign was, but I know it's his birthday, and that's who I went to Texas with because he lives in Houston now. So okay, I, Texas. Did you, you know? did you go by my great, glorious city of Dallas by the chance? No. Just, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you we went to Houston, flew out of Houston. Did, but Houston is pretty lit. Did you enjoy Houston? I loved Houston. I have never felt more at home. I yes. didn't even feel this at home. Here and I'm from Atlanta. See, so. I feel like Houston is like a small Atlanta, but just more homey and, really and is laid so back. Homey. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm moving here. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen. This is what you I'm went to Houston. Down. Yes. Did you go to the Breakfast Club? No, but we we went to a lot of food places. He showed me. They said you gotta go to the so Breakfast good. Club. So good. There's a Breakfast Club here. What's the date? No, is no, no, it? the one yes. in Houston. 
Yeah, everything in Atlanta, everything in Atlanta oh. is duplicated and fake. Oh. Unless it's from Atlanta. Homegrown. Listen, our, our city is no longer our city. It's your lane. Oh, I okay. gave somebody from Kansas City <laughs> the key to the city for Decatur. Uh, you sure did. And I think he may be in later to defend that, okay? Because you sure did. I can't just be giving city out keys to the city. City of Decatur gave him a key to the city. You can't be giving out keys to the city. They got to earn it now. Like Drew Hills area. They he ain't earned nothing. Well, he swear he's from Atlanta. See, for me, I love this city. I've been here well, for going on five years. No, I don't know how long. Going on five years, but I still love my my, my home city, and I'm going to always rep it. Y'all all right? Dallas, y'all okay? You know, you know, sometimes it's a season of change, Mike, you know, and it's like it is what it is. I think this is a great change for the wonderful Cowboys, and uh, the biggest change will be great when Jerry ass is gone, but, you know, that ain't going to happen till he dies. So, but in the meantime, we got to get another coach and do some other switch. Up, hey, let it be what it be. I ain't even mad at the game. But I do want to tell you what I am mad about. Can I say what I'm mad about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Vita Loca ain't got no job no more in Dallas. What? We'll talk what? about that later. Like, <laughs> are you for real? She no longer doing it because she filled it for the Ricky Smiley. She's like, she took over my Ricky Smiley uh, spot. Why would and you- head crack is on. He took Vita Loca's spot. Mm-hmm. But I like head crack, but I like Vita Loca. See, I think Vita was better in the evening than the mornings. They terminated her. <sighs> Contract is up. You know, it's, it's the business. Oh, my gosh. She's She'll been be a long time. She'll be back. She'll be back. Okay, for, for guys who are in Atlanta, like, girl, who, Vita, who? She's just a radio personality in Dallas, Texas. A very vibrant, eclectic personality. So, just Google her. But I want to say what I'm mad about, though. I'm mad about because I'm hungry as hell. So, here's the thing. You know, every year, I'm sure you guys are at different churches, do all these different kind of fasts, right? Have you all heard of the Daniel fast? Yes, and I'm mm-hmm. never doing it again. You did it. I won't say never, but I'm not. It's gonna take a while for me to do it again. It, it was it was hard. Huh? It was very intense. It was very. It was it, it's very. That what I didn't want to do either anymore. But my church is doing. Well, it's not even my church yet. But I'm about to make it my church. You know William Murphy. You like the Dream Center? Yes, I oh, okay. am in love with this church. So uh, we're doing a fast, but it's, it's, it's one I think is very easy. So what it is is from the hours of midnight to 4 p.m., only water and natural juice, okay? Mm-hmm. And then from 4 p.m. to midnight, <laughs> no meat, no sweets, and no strong drinks. So that's kind of easy. You're just eating vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. It's a yeah. vegan diet. It sounds so easy when you're looking at it on paper, but then you realize how much you actually eat of this, that, and the other, and then it's just like, oh, my God, I have nothing to eat. It is. It is. Cool. <laughs> but you know what? Guess how many pounds I have lost doing this damn diet? Oh, about it's 10. I lost seven. I lost See? seven pounds, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware. You're, t- but you're <laughs> speaking to the choir. But right let me now. tell you what I'm struggling with, right? Because what he also put on there, he was like, no illegal drugs, <laughs> uh, no sex unless you're married. And so, you know, that one of them is I'm struggling. I am struggling. That's a little bit too much for my virgin ears. Man. However, the good part is... Wild bruh sitting in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> However, let me tell you about smoking weed. One of the things that I feel like I've learned now that I have not been, you know, doing any smoking of cannabis or anything like that. It's how much you rely on it. Not well, that and how much that shit is expensive. But no, more so, do you know, for me, I realized that I was not, I was... I was not emotionally uh, uh, present 
when I was, you know, doing that kind of stuff, I realized I wasn't really into, you know, I tuned out my emotions. I didn't really care about a lot of stuff. I can just suppress it. Really? Yes. You're now, very emotional. I mean, but what I'm, but when I'm under the influence, honey, it's just different. I really don't that, care. That's a lot of y'all, but we're gonna save that for the 420 show. Oh. But I just say that people who are smoke, <laughs> people who do smoke, I would just want to suggest you take a break and just, just see how that makes you feel. I do feel cleaner. I do feel happier. I feel like. My body's like, thank you, girl, because damn, I couldn't, like, get a break. So, you know, but, I mean, mine is that. I just, I'm ready to be done. And the other good thing, it's only 12 days. It ain't 21 days. So, like, that's the good thing. And our last day is Friday, and I'm excited because my stepfather, who's going to be in town, he's making me a nice, fat, juicy T-bone steak with some baked potatoes. Ease and into it. Ease and oh, it's gonna ease make me back sick. into it because, girl. Oh, it's going to make me sick? Girl. Well, anytime you, you anytime cleanse you break, your body, you yeah. have to oh. ease into the... Heavy, the heavy food, and then also, um, yeah, it uh, your your body get adjusted. And what's the what's the number? It only take twenty days. How many days does it take for you to get adjusted to something? A twenty one day. It's a twenty one day. Yeah, but it's been twelve days, so that's half. So you need to ease back. Over half. Yeah. What it, what, what happened? Because I had the Impossible Whopper today, and that shit made me sick. Made exactly. Me like but that's not even me, so I don't get what was it's wrong. It's extra processed. I, I had some people they're looking for alternatives to uh, to their meat right now because they are fasting. And then I said, well, just eat the vegetables, eat raw food. You can okay. cook it because the any type of uh, what you call it, vegan stuff, plant plant. Even plant though they based. call it plant based. It's overprocessed more than the meat. They have to compensate. Yeah. They have to compensate. Oh my god, I felt, I felt like nauseous. But any like when like coming off of the Daniel fast, you want to do fruit and like maybe okay. like a bread like every two three hours just to get back into the habit okay. of eating regularly because of and the, the light protein yeah. fish. Yeah, because I'm glad y'all telling me this. It, 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 it hurts. It, it really hurts. I've had to go to the hospital once. What? I, I ate so quickly after a fast that it kind of gave me a stomach virus. Shut up. Yeah, so. Okay, this is the real thing. It really is. Like, <laughs> you really have to. Tell yeah. It's your body, a it's Your body a gets used to being clean and adjusted to not mm-hmm. eating. And and then when you, like, start brushing back into everything that you used to eat, it hurts. Like, it's like sensory overload. Stop. You're hurting me. Okay. So, here's my question. Why are y'all doing 12 days over there with uh William Murphy? Um, I forgot. He talked about the reason why the 12 days. We had to plant like a $12 seed. It was a reasoning, and I don't want to make up what he said. He gave a real reason why, but I, just, I let you know. I let you know. Okay. Everybody doing these things. That's, you know, them Christians. Yeah, you have to do your dang your fans, so you're not going to do it. I'm so confused. <laughs> my church didn't meet Christians are always today. confused. Well, I feel very. My church like, 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 like day somewhere. seven of the Daniel fast. I'm like, good for y'all. I'm That's right, good for them. Amen. But no, seriously, anybody who's doing that, big kudos to you guys. And for those who may not be spiritual, you're doing like, a, or you're not religious, but you're spiritual. You're doing spiritual cleansing. I think it's good for everybody. And those who are just tuning in, what y'all talking about? Well, first of all, this is Black Educated and Broken. We cover all types of things. So right now, we're just kind of recapping our New Year's and new plans and what we've been doing. So we got I had my, some tacos earlier. Ooh, some tacos <laughs> sounds so good. My mama cooked, so we had some turkey wings. You know what else I came from today? She was eating on turkey wings. Sasha the Diva. That's who, that's where I just came from. Oh, really? came here. How's she doing? Oh, she's doing amazing. Guys, y'all may know Sasha the Diva. You can hear her on OG. OG 97.9 in Atlanta. It's a... Uh, 
Well, this is an FM station. This is internet radio. Yes. But uh, she's, she's syndicated now. She is syndicated at the Rick Party Show. But she's doing amazing. She asked about how Lil' Bit doing? <laughs> How's the teacher doing? <laughs> how is you doing? This is funny, though. But, yeah, she was eating them turkey wings. I was like, mm. Baby, this is fall off the bone. Oh, she had some green. Good. I did eat some green. Yeah, the gravy. She's so hungry. Oh, oh, why would you do this to me? <laughs> Guys, look, just, I know we want to get you all hungry over there because y'all been eating we can't right now because we're doing a show for you all. But, however, we got an intense, not an intense, but we got a very entertaining show today. We got, of course, we're going to have you some melanin news. We're going to let you know what's popping. And we got a special guest. We have a special guest who is going to let us know about their up-and-coming independent film. So, guys, make sure you keep it locked here on Highly Unique Radio with Black, Educated, and Broke. Hey, man, grab your phone, grab your mama phone, grab your auntie and your granny phone, and tell them to follow us on Instagram as well as Facebook. And that's going to be at Black Educated and Broke. We also on YouTube, y'all. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And follow us on Twitter at B-E-B Podcast underscore ATL. Now, if you forget, I'm about to kick you in the ass. Ooh, not the A. All right. We in the A. I kind of like it enjoying this mix. I don't really want to want to change the play down the music. Don't y'all like this? Black Education Broke here, Randy. I'm kind of jamming. I'm going to talk to y'all, but I got to hear uh, Faith Evans a little bit because this takes me back a little nostalgia. A brand new life I can't see. Never thought you'd be a special part of me. No, baby. Love me some Faith Evans. Are y'all like Faith Evans fans? Stans? No. Stans. You said, are you a stan? I said, are you a fan? <laughs> I was like, a fan? Yes. A stan? You, no. you wouldn't go that far. No. <laughs> so like a stan, like that's like a super fan, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who are you a stan for? Oh, we know. We Chris Brown, know baby. Way. What about female? Female, Janae Aiko. Okay. Oh, that's how you say it? Not yeah. Aiko? Thank you. Aiko? Aiko. Aiko, okay. Yeah. Mike Maybe. B. You know what time it is. We got our Melon News update, and Mike B is the man to give it to us. Let us know what's going on, bro. I'm Mike Presley. No, I'm Mike B. And listen, for the latest in black news, melanin news, make sure you're listening to me on Black Educated and Broke. 
Happy New Year, and here are your top stories for Melanin News. So this is from the Hollywood reporter, Oprah Winfrey. She's stepping away from the Russell Simmons Acute documentary. The documentary is set to premiere at the Sundance Film Festival later this month. Winfrey was serving as the executive producer on the film. It was planned to air on Apple TV following the festival. Russell Simmons had a message for Oprah on his Instagram earlier this past weekend. From Black Educated and Broke, the legendary Pam Greer has shut down the rumors that she has been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. She is currently filming the third season of Bless This Mess, which airs on ABC. The 70-year-old actress is a cancer survivor. She was diagnosed with cervical cancer in 1980. From thegrio.com, who is Maya Rupert? Only the third black woman presidential campaign manager in history and the only woman to lead a presidential campaign in the 2020 cycle. Rupert recently served Democratic presidential candidate Julian Castro and praised Castro for his support of reparations and his awareness of black issues. Miss Black America Ryan Richardson announced her endorsement of Mayor Pete Buttigieg for president. She believes Buttigieg's agenda can win because it can unite a majority of Americans in moving our nation in a positive direction. Even being very direct about past comments with this endorsement, the question is, can Buttigieg connect with black voters? He is currently a frontrunner behind Vice President Joe Biden, Senators Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. He has also been endorsed by former Lieutenant Governor Anthony G. Brown out of Maryland. And this is out of Chicago. Mayor Lori Lightfoot wants people of color to benefit from the adult recreational used marijuana industry. <laughs> this past week, Lightfoot said, currently, the vast majority of people who cultivate and run legalized marijuana businesses are white men. She stated up to $15 million that is generated by tax increment financing could serve as seed money for black and brown Chicago residents to learn the business and buy into a city plan to open a cooperative cultivation center. The Urban One Honors will air on Monday night. Dr. M.L. King National Observance, that's January the 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The second annual show will honor Chance the Rapper, Jamie Foxx, and Missy Elliott. In HBCU news, Charles Barkley is gifting HBCUs with some heavy donations. The former NBA All-Star donated $1 million to Miles College in his home state of Alabama. Clark Atlanta University, Morehouse, and Alabama A&M are previous schools to receive the donation. You can find these top stories and more on Black Educated in both Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. I'm Mike B. These are your headlines. Okay, yes, Mike B. Let's get into it. And as he said, you can follow these stories on our social media. Hey, Randy, what, what is your social media? Thank you for asking. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Black Educated and Broke. And you can follow us on Twitter at B-E-B underscore podcast A-T-L. So let, let me just backtrack, Mike. So Oprah. So, you know, we kind of talked about her at a couple of shows past about, you know, we didn't like they were saying she's exposing these white, all the black men, they felt like we did the scandal. She's been a part of that. More so the um, Neverland with Michael Jackson and all this. And so now she's stepping away. So in the store, were you saying she stepped away because of Russell's plea that he sent her? You think that's why she stepped away as executive producer? Uh, I really don't know why she stepped away. And she's going to keep that private. She's still supporting the accuser. And the woman is a former uh, music executive who is known with Russell Simmons. 
for his sexual misconduct. But no, he he posted on his social media, his uh, Instagram page this weekend, a very long, detailed message to Oprah. And uh, the picture that's on our social media is uh, copied. It's uh, when he did her Super Soul Sunday on the OWN Network, where he was teaching her about meditation and the release of his book at the time. But it's a long message, and we're not going to read that, but it's on Uncle Rush's Instagram page. And it's it's very thorough to uh, Miss Winfrey. <laughs> so what just to summarize it is he's like saying thank you for stepping away, or is he kind of charging her up? Or I mean, he he opens up by giving her a compliment, but he just kind of goes into he's taking ownership that he has done, not saying that he's guilty of sexual misconduct, but that he has been, I guess you could say, uh, a man in power. Yep, and and job. doing some stuff, but he. You gotta, you gotta read the message. I, I believe it's very heartfelt because, uh, like the conversation we had before, I mean, at the end of the day, with a man in power, that there's a lot of trouble that comes with a man in power. Yeah. However, it, if we owning up to it like he is, I think it's very sincere that he has been in power. And he has probably the groupies. You get a lot of groupies, but then when they don't get what they want, mm-hmm. we just never know. Not saying we're not supporting because the Me Too movement is strong and it's real. But go read the message, Uncle Rush, on uh, Instagram. It's the picture of him and Oprah. Okay, and shout out to Pam Greer. She said she does not have cancer. Yeah, Pam sent the team out on their ass. Let them know. But you know, I didn't even know she has cervical cancer. I had no idea. What? This yeah. back in the 80s. And shout out back to her. Because do y'all remember about that situation with Richard Pryor? You know, I used to sniff, sniff the coke out of her privates. I wonder if that has something to do with that cancer. Because, you know, back then, a lot of them drugs led to that kind of stuff. So I'm just, I'm just kind of curious about it. It's my own curiosity. I don't know. But I am glad that she's out of there because I was a big fan of Pam. You said she's 70? Yeah, Pam Grier is 70. She, uh, but like the cancer was in the 80s. So ever since then, I mean, we've seen her in uh, numerous guest roles and films, not at the height of her career in the 70s, but I mean, it's Pam Grier. When you see her make a guest appearance, you cool with it. You cool with it. You cool with it. So she's filming a third season, uh, Bless This Mess. It's on ABC. Yeah, I've heard of it. I'm looking forward to that. And just a side note, I like how you say Buttigieg. You say it better than I think anybody I heard. And you said it so easy, Mike. You got to be able to pronounce these names. You know what? We work. I I listen to some of our colleagues, especially when they call her Kamala (laughs) and and Kamala. No, her name is Kamala Harris. His name is Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. (laughs) So good. Okay, the last thing I want to pay back is Mary Lightfoot about this seed money to Chicago and to help them cultivate these centers. Pretty much show them how to make their own weed and grow it and sell it. I like the idea, but, you know, I feel like there has to be a lot of education behind that. If you're going to bring that to an inner city community, it just got to be education. Because I think a lot of times we try to get his money and people don't help them to do this, but you don't tell them how. You don't give them the education to know how to do it the right way. Um, I personally think it's a good idea, but not without some type of educational system in behind place with it. I think it's going to get done. They have a city council person in Chicago who was very... I guess you could say they they were they were on Lightfoot. They were really on her about uh, her idea of being being like when you go to California and you go to LA, go to those dispensaries. And at the end of the day, they're they're owned by who? It's all white folks. It's all white men, white businessmen, to be exact. They own those places. So the idea of something that 
that uh, Kamala Harris did in in California when she became Attorney General, mm-hmm. and she kind of you know everybody said her conviction rate and stuff, but she changed it by starting those programs. Yeah. She made up for her mistakes by starting those programs for those men and women who were convicted of any type of uh, having drugs or mm-hmm. using drugs and being caught with drugs, and so she put the program. So I think Lightfoot, given the opportunity, support from the city and the money, with the educational classes, I mean, black and brown people benefit off, benefit off, off something that is not really that deep. And yeah. we make it that deep. We do. We do. We have make a tendency to do that. Mike B, thank you for those melanin news, keeping us updated. It's always appreciative, guys. Again, follow us on social media. And we also have a website, www.blackeducatedandbroke.com, where we have blogs and more information there. So, guys, we're going to take another quick break. Got to pay some bills, okay, because y'all ain't paying them. So, keep it locked here on Holly Unique Radio with Black Educated and Broke. You can listen to Black Educated and Broke on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, and SoundCloud. Do you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence. Allow Randy O PNR to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR. Take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite, Devin Barbie, and you can tune in to the Hot List with Barbie every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m., right here on Highly Unique Radio. We're back here on Highly Unique Radio with Randy O with Black Educated and Broke. And y'all know what time it is. You're in Atlanta or you're around the city. You want to know what's going on in the streets. You know who you're going to ask? Maya. Maya, so what's popping y'all? If you're looking for what's the latest within the culture, i.e. the streets, what's going on event-wise, fashion-wise, check out what's popping with your girl. It's Maya on Black Educated and Broke. Hey y'all, what it do? What's poppin'? It's your girl, it's Maya, and this is what's going down. MLK Day, aka Martin Luther King Jr.'s Day, will be January 20th, 2020. Now, if you're unfamiliar, it's always on a Monday. So 120, 2020. I know, right? 120, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be this coming Monday, and as always, as tradition in Atlanta with, will stand for it, MLK's 5K run will be on that Monday, 1-20-2020, okay, starting at 8 o'clock a.m. Registration is still going on at the MLKDay5K.com, all right? This 5K run or walk will take place entirely in Piedmont Park, start and finish at 10th Street near Park Tavern. The USA TF Certified Race Course and Peachtree Road Race Qualifier will run through the park. They will have a 3.1-mile drum line all along the race course. This 5K will be a vibe like no race ever won. The party starts at 8 a.m. I like that. I do, too. I you like have races. a drum line, though, throughout the, throughout the race? You know what? I've never gone to one. I, I, I did a 5K. It's fun. I don't run. Well, you people don't, really, people don't really run, though. Like, they kind of jog and run, so. I don't run. I don't do 8 a.m. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. <laughs> Registration.
registration is still going on. It's $35. Listen, it's for a good cause. There are a lot of beneficiaries. A lot of support goes into this race because it is a once-a-year type of situation. So if you have the time, and even if you don't run, like I don't, like, I still say go out and support it. It's always good to go to at least one. All right? Also, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is free admission at Atlanta History Center and Atlanta History Center Midtown. Okay? If you don't know where those are, Google them. <laughs> Why are you always checking the phones, dog? <laughs> you got a smartphone. Let it be smart. What if they don't? What if we have people that are like not millennials and have a smartphone? Well, you know how your mom used to tell you to map quest the phones in the house. <laughs> you better get on Google Maps, map quest. You know, Waze might have an app for phone. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because I don't know the address. So he's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Atlanta History Center is 130 West Paces Ferry Road, Northwest. Oh, West Paces okay. Ferry. Okay. They're open from 10 to 530. Cool. All right? That's a free admission day. Y'all ain't got no excuse to not know about Martin Luther King. If you live in Atlanta, if you move to Atlanta, you always know that the civil rights movement started where? Here. Atlanta. Okay. Tell them my Okay. So there's no excuse. It's free. The 5K run, if you don't run, is going on, so make sure you're aware so you can plan accordingly for traffic because people do come out and they show out. Come on. All right? And, per Randy's request. <clears throat> oh, yes. Clear it up, girl. Get all of it out. In 1983, Congress passes Reagan, President, I'm sorry, President Reagan signs legislating the creation of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. In 1986, the federal MLK holiday goes into effect. So it became effective 1986. Okay, like a year before I came into existence. That's awesome. The year before you came into existence. How old are you? Girl, if I was born a year <laughs> after that, then you do the math, sugar. She said, use my calculator like I got on my smartphone. <laughs> I, uh, that's what's going on this weekend. Stay blessed, stay black, and you know what? Live your life. That's what it do. What's good? It's been your girl, Maya, and I'm out. Okay, and I want to add one thing because, you know, this week is so (laughs) important. So, first of all, tomorrow, January the 13th, is going to be the devastating Delta Sigma Theta is going to be their Founders Day. I'm sorry, Mama, I forgot about y'all. That's okay, you know, that's the part. You know, I I forget about them too because they're after us. Oh, what you mean by that? Okay, yeah, because then you got on January the 15th, the first and the finest black sorority, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Uh, that's going to be our Founders Day. And I want to say the Zeta's Founders Day is on January the 17th. Um, I'm not familiar with, with what year, but, you know, that's not my history, right? But nevertheless, I, it is a lot of black excellence, a lot of black Greeks. The Kappas just celebrated their Founders Day. J-13. Uh, yeah. What you call it? Isn't it J? J-5. Yeah, On January the 5th. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of uh, black fraternities and sororities celebrating Founders Day this month. So, shout out to all my Greeks. You know, we gave mad love to the brush. So, shout out to Q. So, we want to show love to all the Greeks as well. So, thank you, Mike, for letting us know what's popping. All of these are can be found on our social media. Follow us at blackeducatedandbroke.com. On Twitter, B-E-B underscore podcast A-T-L. Guys, when we come back, we are talking to the cast of All Natural. Y'all can take a guess. What does that mean? What is the movie about all natural? We're talking about all natural hair. And as we know, that's a topic that is very debatable. Because some girls are like, oh, no, honey, you know, crack. I love me some creamy crack on my hair. And some girls are like, no, I don't want that processed stuff. I love my mother nature hair. So I think it's going to be a very interesting topic. So, guys, when we come back, that's going to be the next thing you're going to hear. So make sure you keep it locked here on Black, Educated, and Broke. 
What up, what up, what up, family? This is Q, one-fourth of Black Educated and Both. We thank you for listening. I know we the hottest shit in Atlanta. You ain't listening, that's a problem. Turn your shit on. So I'm hearing it's a hot girl summer. But ladies, you gotta be fashionable too. Visit Eye Candy for the latest sunglasses, the best quality, and even better prices. Check us out on IG. That's E-Y-E underscore candy. That's candy with a K, 242. Let us know what you think. Alrighty, so we are back here on Black Educating and Broke, and I know I kind of pitched it before, guys. We are here with some of the cast members and the creator of All Natural. So you're like, what you mean, Randy? Come give me more information. Well, let me tell you about this film. All Natural is an inspirational, faith-based film, which tells a story about how men view natural hair and hair in general. Mm, I'm giving a side eye. While women say it's just hair, the movie will uncover how Maxwell, that's one of the characters, will view his wife, Christina, the other character, differently when she cuts her hair. As the drama unfolds, the newlyweds will have to test their love due to what society says is appropriate for natural hair. This film is relatable, funny, and true to the content of natural hair and struggles that women encounter during the tr- transition. Y'all, let's give it up for the cast of All Natural. Thank you, thank you. Yes, so that, that, that deep voice you heard over there, uh-huh, that's Corey. Hey, Corey. Hey, what's going on? Now, do you have, like, a name you prefer to go by? I, I, I didn't know I was calling you Corey, but I don't think I'm like a... Corey is fine. Mr. C, you know, C, I don't know. Corey okay. is fine. So, Corey, you are the creator behind this film, I All am. Natural, and I just want to know for you, the main thing, it's such a catchy title, it's such something that's so relevant in our culture... What made you come up with that kind of movie and that idea? Um, honestly, um, the concept really just started with a conversation with my uncle. Uh, his wife is natural, and so when we had our conversation together, he was kind of giving me his experiences on how his wife was transitioning when she was going natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, once I researched that, I realized that there's a there's a world out there that I didn't know about um, that surrounded women who go natural. And there's so many different scenarios of why they go natural, and I wanted to do more research, and I found out. Uh, that when when women go natural, sometimes it's, it starts from from way back when, when their mom went natural, or you know how society viewed their moms when they were natural. Mm-hmm. And so now that now that the women of today can be more open with how they are wearing their hair now, it's it's, it's totally totally different. And I wanted to to do a movie that kind of evolved around that. So let's kind of go back. You said like women back in the day, how they were perceived. How were they perceived back then with natural hair? I think that um, when you look um, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, when you're dealing with, uh, let's just say this, the slavery of it all, you know, we were we were, we were treated differently, you know, um, and so when you, when you had to straighten your hair, it was for women to be um, even, like you had, to, like when you straighten your hair, basically you're, you're doing it because you're perceived as more beautiful when Absolutely. your hair is straight. Right. Like, like, you, like, you know, the society is saying this is the only way that you got to fit in. European look. Right, yeah. when, you, when you straighten your hair. Um, but now, women are, are, are more bold now. You know, they're more confident now. Yeah. Society is allowing women to express themselves um, in that way. And I just want to do a, a movie that kind of highlighted both of those things. And so what do you want people to get from the film? Um, you know, all natural is just one story that we are just showing um, out of out of several stories of, of that surround natural hair. Uh, I think it's um, I think for for me, uh, it's funny. Um, that's why it's a comedy to, to to see men learn about um, 
what what all natural is when it comes uh, to that transition. And we don't know, you know, um, like when I did my research, you know, I didn't know that there were so many different conferences that surrounded all natural. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know um, the the importance of, of making sure that now their hair is more healthy now mm -hmm. compared to using all of the chemicals and things like that. Um, but when you are married, um, <laughs> right, when you're married and all these things um, start to come into play, uh -huh. uh, it's, it's funny because we don't truly understand um, what you guys go through. So. Okay. Um, and just uh, your personal preference, I'm going to put you out there. Do you like it natural or do you prefer it to be like processed? You like weave? You know, you want some long today booty hair? Like, what do you like? <laughs> right. No, no, it's so good. No, I think, I think, um, it, it changed as I matured. Come on now. Uh, there we I go. I think that when I was young, of course, you know, we always, um, attracted to girls, you know, we have the long hair and mm -hmm. things like that. But then as you get older, we realize that, you know, that's, that's not who they are, you know, and it doesn't matter if they're natural or if they have a permanent hair. It's really what's on the inside, you know, and, and we and men we may want that, but we end up marrying what we need. Come on now, <laughs> come on and now. So you know, I, I I love strong black women. You know, what I'm saying the hair doesn't necessarily mean that the the strong black women is the content of the yes, woman the hair doesn't define them. It doesn't define them absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's what it really some of the movie is all about is is. Maxwell, which is who I play. That's, yeah, thank you. Um, that was my next thing right, I get that's into. That's who I yeah. play. You know, uh, he would find that uh, all of his life he's been more materialistic, but when you realize the true value of what his woman is worth, then it doesn't mean anything about if she's natural or not. Okay, so with you being a creator, being an actor, what was the most difficult part of you going through putting this together, this ind independent indie film? Like, what was your biggest challenge of putting this together? So many hats you wore, so. Right, I mean, I, I feel like everything that we did was a challenge. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like uh, I had to be the one to wear all the hats because if um, if I if I didn't, then it, we wouldn't be sitting right here today talking about it. You know? Gotcha. So um, I'm so inspired by all of the, the Tyler Perry's out there, you know, and I, I feel like when you see someone like him um, who took a chance and took a risk, mm -hmm. um, then obviously we know the reward of it. And so I felt I, I'm also walking on that same journey. And so I had to be the director. I had to be the editor. I had to be the actor. You know, I had to put everybody together. And I think that because I saw the vision first and I believed in, in, um, in what we were doing, then it just kind of all came full circle. And everyone that was on this project, touched this project in some way, mm -hmm. felt the same way. Okay, and so, Corey, I know you have some of your castmates here, so who do we have here today? I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Okay, I'm going to start with this beautiful young lady here with her nice little earrings and stuff on. So who are you, pretty lady? My name is Gwen L. Johnson. Gwen L. No, Gwen L., like Samuel L. Johnson. Gwen L. Johnson, yes. Okay, I'm fine, Miss Gwen. Go ahead. <laughs> and so tell me about your character, like who are you in the next, in the movie? Well, I am Linda Jones. Play Maxwell's mother. Okay, you're Maxwell's mother. Yeah, I'm Maxwell's mother. I'm the reason he's so materialistic. Come on, oh, now. come on, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I'm looking like his sister, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know, I'm this boss queen who's very bougie and image conscious. Mm -hmm. I would rather chop off my head than wear my natural hair. Come on, that's how I be feeling, child. Listen, talk to me. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm very. Um, Successful, you know, okay. I've made a successful life for myself. I'm rich. 
I live in an upscale community, or we live in an upscale community, and I'm the vice president of this very prestigious sorority, and I'm very well known. Okay. But I have some insecurities about my own hair that, okay. you know, and skin color, you yes. know, because of how I was raised. And unfortunately, I passed that negativity down to my son. Mm. And, you know, my insecurities is why I'm harsh sometimes and judgmental and overbearing and uh, downright psychotic at times. Psychotic. So give me an example within the film where you have a psychotic part. I'm just curious. Like, what you do? What you do, Glenn? <laughs> what what's your character name on there? Linda Jones. Linda Jones. What did, what did Linda do that's kind of crazy? And give me just a little sample, just a smidge. Well, when my daughter-in-law cut her hair. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's what you did. <laughs> it made your boy, your blood boy. That boy, my blood. So much so that I just couldn't accept her. When I first saw her, I was like, ooh. Oh, wow. Come near me. You know, it was just, you know, it was just really something that I just really, really hated. Hate it, yeah. You know. But one of the things that I can say about my character is that, you know, I also matured throughout the film yes. to really start to get in touch because deep down I really wanted to wear my hair natural but because like he says society just didn't accept women like that we weren't beautiful yeah. unless we had that European look mm -hmm. you know so I felt trapped yeah you know, to not really be who I you know who I was and so a lot of my anger toward Christina was because she was she had the balls. Yeah, she was living her truth. She was living in her truth. You know, she had the guts to do it. And so that was part of my anger. It's like, you're doing something I really want to do, but I'm just afraid to do that. And so I gave her a hard time about it. You know, the funny thing, though, as you're telling me this, Gwen slash Linda, um, is that that's really real in society. Like, a lot of women, like, look, some women look at girls that have natural hair, like, she thinks that is so cute with that tired fro. Like, people be a hater, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And deep down, they wish that they had the, the balls to necessarily wear their real hair. They're like, they want to hide under these lace fronts. So, I know a couple friends that shame people. They're like, mm, mm that don't look good on her. And, I, and, I, and it's not fair because even on myself personally, I don't prefer to do the natural thing. You know, it's, uh, okay, but I'd rather, I'd rather put me some bundles, honey, okay? A good old slick old ponytail. However, people that rock it like Maya's natural, her hair is beautiful. Like, I love it, so I encourage it. So that's just my own personal story. But I want to ask you, now as we personalize it, how did you, did this role relate to you in any way? Did it, how did you tap into this character? Was this kind of how you used to feel? How did it, I want to know deep down for you. Well, uh, I grew up with a mother that was uh, very image conscious. Oh. But her struggle, she was really to make me fit in more with society. So she groomed me a certain way so that I knew how to set a table. I knew how yeah. to interact in social circles and things mm -hmm. like that. Now, my mother was blessed. I don't like to say good and bad hair. Yeah. But they had... She had, like, fine hair. Would you say had fine, fine, fine hair? She had the kind that didn't need any chemicals. It wasn't coarse. Got no. you. Mm -hmm. Mine was a little different. You picked up daddy's hair. Is that what happened? I picked up daddy's Not hair. Not on daddy's head. Okay. So... So I could, and I was, you know, I was kind of self-conscious of my hair, too. And they used to hot comb my hair, mm -hmm. is what they called it. And stuff mm -hmm. like I still that. call it hot comb. Mm -hmm. There you go. So just from some of my experiences growing up, you know, I could really relate to this character. Yes. Um, my mother was kind of bougie, so it was 
not kind of too hard to yeah. relate to that as well. And um, as well as the insecurities that, you know, the character was, was experiencing. I've had those too. And so uh, my husband would say I'm a little bit of a bougie diva. Oh, yeah. Even now. <laughs> Even now. Even now. I can kind of see that. <laughs> but I have, um, I personally have natural hair, even though I'm wearing a unit. My units are just for auditions yep. and for work purposes because it's kind of like It's easy. easy. You get up and go. That I natural hair is a little bit difficult, it though. Is. It's a process. It's a process, but I haven't had chemicals in my hair in probably 15 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I just put that creamy crack on last week. Listen here, okay? <laughs> but yeah, and for those who are just tuning in, we're listening to Highly Unique Radio here with Black Educated and Broker. We're sitting down with some of the cast members from All Natural, uh, speaking with Linda here. That's, that's, no, it's Gwen, but Linda, her character. What was the full name? Linda what? Linda Jones. Linda Jones. And she's explaining just about as far as her character and how she was the mean, kind of mean mother-in-law because she didn't like her daughter-in-law who had natural hair because she's like, uh-uh, girl, you don't, you don't need to press that thing out. It's not cute. So she's just kind of explaining about her personal journey with that. Um, and I just want to say, because I'm going to go to the next actor before I do, what is something that you want women or men to get from seeing this film? I really hope that they get just what Corey was saying, that beauty is really skin deep. I mean, you need to be beautiful on the inside. I mean, because all of this eventually will fade. Oh, We're yes. going to get older. Oh, my God. Yeah. But what really counts is what's inside of a person, because that's something that will never go away. You know, yeah. so I hope that they they start to look at women differently and start to look at the character you know, of the person and not the outer covering, not the shell, yes. but what's inside. I love that. I love that, Queen. Come on. Okay, well, you, you got me wanting to see it because it's so relatable and I love the message. So we have another actor in the building. So introduce yourself, good sir. My name is John M. Johnson, and I play Luther Jones. Okay, Luther with that old good old voice. What? <laughs> Luther didn't even have to get close to the mic, that good old deep voice. Okay, so Luther... Are you guys, like, are y'all married in real life? No. It, just, it just happened Because y'all had that chemistry. That's why I was yes. like, I wondered. Okay, so as her husband in the film, so tell me about, about your character and what's your role. Like, what are you, who are you in the film exactly? Well, Luther is the glue of okay. the family. And All right. I, I focus more so on my son's happiness. It's not about the hair. I have to deal with my somewhat crazy wife. <laughs> because as she says, she is about being a diva. Yeah. Um, and she also said that we're we're both very successful. Um, our son was raised correctly, and I trust him. Mm-hmm. And I trust his decisions. And I try not to have arguments with my wife because I have to go home with her. Come on now. Come on now. Mess up that hard life. So basically... The character, Luther's character, it, it's been more so of trying to keep her out of his business, my son's mm-hmm. business, and tell her, let him live his life. Yes. And, you know, I, I like his his choice of the woman that he's going to marry, um, especially once we've got the whole story of how he met her and everything yes. else from previous relationships that he had. This was the perfect person for him. 
And she, in my opinion, was coming into a place to where she would mess this whole thing up. Not Your just, wife. Yes. Yes. Not just for his relationship, but for our entire family. Mm. Uh, because I can see my son being more agitated about every time he had to have a conversation with moms yeah. regarding his decision. So does this character relate to your personal life? Um, somewhat. Um, I'm not a father, um, but I have a lot of family members. Um, You're probably a father figure to people. Yes, mm-hmm. and as well as on film. Yes, <laughs> see? Yeah, father figure, the, the cop, the things of that nature. And um, I deal with a lot of my family members with trying to help them out with guiding themselves through life. So you're kind of like the glue in your family, though, like with your regular family, feel like you're the glue for them? Correct. So how do you personally feel as a man? How do you feel about natural hair versus, you know, not natural hair? Well, I mean, I I grew up um, in that area of the 70s where my mother went from a fro to a perm, back to a fro, and so on and so on. And as a man, never really paid attention that much to the hair. It was more so about the person. Good, look at you. Because nothing changed who my mom was by going from one hairstyle to the next. And back in that day, you had the Pam Greers and so on. We just talked about her in in Mike's Melanin News. Go ahead. And, I mean, even myself, I I grew up with the big fro. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at you. Come on now. The cornrows every week and so on (laughs) and so on. Or have it braided for the summer and then take it out. My father would immediately send me to the barbershop. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't like all that. Yeah, that was a little bit too much hair. But, you know, hair, as as Gwen said, you know, we all get older. I went from the fro to now, it's like, okay, where's the rest of my hair? But it doesn't change the person. And so it sounds like you probably would be on the same wet wave as Gwen and Corey about, you'll be able to get out of the message, it's like it's about inside, it's not about the outside, that does not matter. And he had to make that decision the day that um, he saw his wife's new hairstyle. I actually personally just dealt with that with my wife. Uh, Oh, what? No, wait a minute, come on, spill the tea, what happened? What you do? Well, she decided Christmas... um, she said it was costing her too much and anxiety and everything else dealing with her hair all the time. And I came home from a meeting or something. I came home and I looked up, okay, you cut your hair. Oh. And that was the end of the conversation. Okay, you didn't even. But, but, but did you like it though? Well, I, I, I love my wife. Oh, you better say the right answer. So, you better say the political answer. It's going to be okay. You cut your hair, I want a divorce. <laughs> like, oh, that's your hair because if I made the decision to do the same for myself, we're both adults. Yeah. She didn't have to discuss it with me. I, I would hear her on the phone with her friends. Oh, I'm getting tired of going to the, getting my hair it done and my hair breaking up and all this other stuff here. So one day, didn't say anything to me. I just came home one day and like, oh, do a haircut. Okay. Hey, hey, babe. Hey, how you doing? Is Whoa. it already? Let's just keep the ball going. Okay. Just as I did as, as Leonard with, um, with this film. It was like, okay, look, we don't need to go through this. Uh, I made a little statement to my son uh, as we were walking out the door, but we just kept moving on. Yeah. You know, he knew I, he knows that I loved him. Uh, my wife knew that I wasn't agreeing with a lot of things that she said, but let's just move on. Yeah. I like that. I like dads that play that. They're usually kind of like that. Like, it's usually the mom who's all, and the dad's all cool. Just relax, baby. It's all right. So, that's kind of like in my, in my personal family, too. My mom's kind of like the one that I always want to pop off and have an opinion. And then, you know, my dad, my stepdad, he's just like, yo, calm down. It's all right, Angie. She okay? She okay? So, I like that. That makes me even more so it's relatable. You guys have credit a film that is extremely relatable. So, Corey, you being the creator. So, give us more details. 
details, like how can we watch the film? When is it coming out? Like we need the four one one because you gave us this grand finale climax. What's the finale? When, is, when can we see it? Like we need all of that. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to be screening the project um, at the Port of Sanford Community Center on February the first. Uh, doors open at six p.m. It's a red carpet event, um, so you can come in. Of course, you can take pictures at the red carpet. Um, we'll have live music there. Um, and then, of course, we'll come and we'll watch the movie. And then we have some special guests um, that we'll be able to see and speak with um, right afterwards. So I think this is a great opportunity for us to network, um, to bring in people who have influence. So if you're a producer, director, or an agent, or anyone in the film industry, uh, I think this would be a great night for you to be in, in the building because we're going to have um, so many um, strong black talent that's going to be there ready to work and ready to network and ready to move towards one goal um, which is you know living out their dreams okay so tell us again what day is it february the first and what time 6 p.m okay and how can they get tickets uh yes so um we have a link um from eventbrite which because uh, it's quite hard to put the whole read out the whole eventbrite link but i will say it will be on our black educated and broke pages you get the information there because we will be actually hosting the red carpet for this event but go ahead corey whatever details you want to give us about these tickets like a prize uh, yeah, I mean, tickets are just $15. Uh, Not even bad, y'all. $15, y'all can afford that. Don't play. Right. Don't play. It's just, it's just $15. Um, and, and I think that uh, the experience is going to be amazing. I really do. I feel like you, um, the atmosphere is set. Um, and I think that uh, what we're bringing to the table uh, is something phenomenal. So come check us out. All right, guys, you heard it from the cast here, Corey, from All Natural. It's going to be a phenomenal film, an independent film, uh, you know, black-owned, black actors, you know, a lot of uh, black magic going on. And if you guys want to support something, we're just $15, you know, girls, your field costs more than that. Dudes, your hair could, you, you know, we've got to think about out of ourselves sometimes. And I think a lot of times we're so focused on self, and we don't support enough. So a lot of people say, for New Year's, I'm going to support more businesses. Well, here's your opportunity to support an independent film support a, a black owned type of business. I would say it's a business because it is a business and we want that support. So guys as always this information you know we have the needs for you. You can go to our website on www.blackeducatedandbroke.com we will have a link listed there. Um, do you guys have any social pages you want them to follow? You go first. Oh. <laughs> well I mean you can follow me uh, uh, Gwen uh, boss moves on Instagram. Okay, boss moves. You better act like you didn't come on, boss. <laughs> and uh, I also have uh, my actress page, which is Gwen L. Johnson, like Samuel L. Jackson, and that's on Facebook. That's very easy to remember. I'm glad you say it like that. <laughs> All right, we're going to follow Gwen there. What about you? On Instagram, JMJ1963. On Facebook, John M. Johnson. John M. Johnson. Make sure you put that dotted after the M. Okay. Uh, 1963, was that alluding to something? Something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Corey. Yes, yeah, on my IG, I'm just Corey Crumley, and then on Facebook, I'm just Corey Crumley. And now don't you have, do you have a Facebook or like a page for the, the film? We, yeah, we created the All Natural Film Project on our Facebook page, so you can see all of our pictures and all the things that we're posting for this project. Yes, and you can also probably purchase tickets there as well, guys. So we're going to take another quick break when we get back into it. Today, we're going to wrap this thing up, get ready to get you out for this Sunday night. Again, you are listening listening to Black Educated and Brooklyn Holly Unique as we sit over the cast of All Natural.
Yo, what up, Algie Smith right here, and you're watching Black Educated and Broke. But we ain't broke, we get, we moving on up. You know what I'm saying? We moving on up. What's up, man? It's your boy Marone, founder of Vintage Connoisseur Club, bringing you some of the hottest hand-picked designer and streetwear vintage pieces. We specialize in nostalgic, hand-picked, and revived vintage goods from Burberry polos all the way down to dead stock leather snapbacks. We pride ourselves on authenticity and exclusivity. Follow us on IG and Facebook at vintage.c.c, and you can even hit me up at Rome, the chosen one. All righty, guys, we're back here on Black Educated and Bro. We got our boy in the building. Who's that? You, yeah, you. Motherfucking nature chief, goddammit. Oh, That's God. all on the day. He's excited. They got that good. Hey, Randy, I just spilled more liquor from this side of the country to the other side than you done made in one year. Are you rapping? Nope. Well, what was that, what was that <laughs> Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you that, that I, the diamond, the diamond we ain't wear. Woo! Oh, God. And I'm having that? a hard time holding down these alligators. Oh, my God. This nigga finished. Oh, can I say that on here? What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Yes, we, we welcome you to it, guys. You know, if you're just tuning in, guys, we just had an interview with the cast of All Natural. Again, guys, if you want tickets to this independent film about having natural hair and just the, the realities that come with it, you can go to our website on blackandcheddingbrook.com. It's going to be in our Instagram. Follow us and we'll have all that listed. We want to kind of get into some juicy stuff because, you know, with QB here, we like to get real more juicy, right? We while we had another nasty show there. Because you ain't here. Why I don't we? We won't have No, well, we, we, we will because I got somebody. I told you about the lady that tells you how to make your man in three minutes. Come in three minutes? Only, yes, but, but through she oral show me. But she's talking about just self, just being confident in yourself. We're going to get on the show. Yeah, y'all heard it first here, so it's coming. But one of the want to talk about, because Maya brought something, I'll let her first introduce what she did and why we want to talk about this. Go ahead, Maya Poo. So within the new year, I said I was going to have more positivity and more peace in all aspects of my life, mentally, physically, spiritually. And with doing so, I had to look at what I was looking at on a daily basis. So, y'all know I'm an Instagram junkie. I'm more so active on Twitter than I am on Instagram, but I always check Instagram. And I realized that I have been following the Shade Room for a little too long. And I decided to take the initiative to just unfollow them and just try to wean myself off of them. Like, of course, I go, I check it once in a while just to keep up to date. But... I needed it because every time I got on Instagram, that was the first post I saw. Someone was always tagging me in a comment or a post on the shade room, especially when it came to Chris Brown. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I think it. Leave me alone. Like, I, when I tried to get into that point, I was just like, you know what? Let me just X out all communication with the shade room. No shade against them because they, they do what they do for the culture. I don't know what it is that they do yet, but... It was just feeling a lot of negativity in my life because I read comments. I read what they, I read the headlines, I read the posts, and I read the comments. And the comments are really just giving people a platform to be negative. Like, why are you trolling so hard on someone that you don't even know? Why are you trolling? Why do you have so many opinions about a situation that you're not even involved in? Like, the main thing that made me, like, really, like, leave them alone is the Lori Harvey situation. Because I've been following her since before she became Lori Harvey. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like... So I, you was following her around at Steve Nuts? No, like, no, I mean... Jesus. I'm just trying to understand. First of all, her last name, she got adopted by Steve. That's not her dad. Oh, so her oh. daddy. Second of all, she got the I started following her before she got famous for being Memphis Depay's girlfriend. Memphis who? Memphis Depay. He plays for... um he, well, he used to play for Manchester United, the soccer team. 
in the UK. So I followed. I started following her when I started seeing him. So and then oh, so she's been the trophy. Oh yeah, yeah. They got engaged. Like she was engaged at like twenty. Oh, that's wonderful. How yeah, nineteen twenty. She she just turned twenty three. I think yesterday. She smartened up and got killed that shit. Wow. Yeah, but no, he had. He was like, he got the most valuable player. Young, uh, most young volleyball player. Marjorie taught her well. He makes like four point nine million. <laughs> right. Lit. So he's like the top paid soccer player, period. And they were engaged, and then they broke up. Don't know why, but then after they broke up, she started being seen with Trey Song. She started being linked with Justin. She started going out with Diddy and all that other stuff. And my thing is, none of nobody, like nothing, has been said from her mouth that she's with them. Other than Memphis and the confirmed engagement, nothing has actually been said. So, like, me and my cousin got into it, I think, yesterday. We had, like, a really, like, interesting debate about it because it's like nothing has ever been confirmed. She never said from her mouth that she was with any of these guys. And my cousin was just like, she's a hoe. Hoe. Was was this a male or a female? It was a female. And I was like, the way we're looking at each other, especially young black women, like, boy, is 23. She's young. She's single. She's within her tax bracket. At least she's flipping dudes within her tax bracket. Like she ain't going below. I say at that age, you really what she's doing. I I ain't never looked at her as a hoe. And then again, my perspective of hoeism has changed as I've gotten older. Because mm-hmm. uh, you got to kind of understand: Are you a promiscuous woman, or are you just enjoying your life and having fun? You might not. We don't know that they've. Had, she's having sex with all these dudes. Exactly. So they might just be. Seen with somebody, but think about it. The tide has changed, Randy. We old enough to remember. Y'all probably are too. Not saying that y'all just like super young, but think about it. When we was younger, Randy, I say around like my freshman year of high school. To say that you ate pussy or suck dick was an insult, right? Oh my right? god, that was the, the worst thing ever. Now what they doing eating ass? Oh my god. So like that's what I'm saying. Like the times have changed. So you know different things come about. But we don't know that they having sex. She might just be being seen with them. Exactly. When I was that age, I wouldn't be seen with a, a bunch of the chicks that I was talking to just because I didn't want to run the risk of running into another one. Or what I would do is I would go to a completely different part of town that I know nobody would. So I would run into nobody I know. Yeah, I was. So, man, so what? They been seen together. Who cares? Let them, exactly. let them do their thing. I kind of feel like they, I did, like with the shade room. Like I said, I, I still watch the shade room because there's a content because it does let us know what's going on in celebrity news that we may not know about. Right. But sometimes they kind of go a little too hard and they forget that this is a real person. Anyway. They have real feelings. I know for me, like I know I feel like I was the best promiscuous like when I was in my between 16 and 20, and I know Mike, we gonna enjoy this okay. by church it. folks. Right, and the unfortunate part was only because, like, I had different boyfriends, but I wasn't even having sex with none of them. No, no. But it just sucks that when people see you with somebody, it's hey, automatically assumed. I'm, I'm glad you brought up that church part, because that's where the freakiest chicks be. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I didn't, know anything about I didn't that, did some so. bad things in the church yeah. and on the church van. Well, the church van. Uh, yeah, what y'all about that? Shout out to the team retreat. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We went to a camp. I'm getting so off topic. I'm sorry, That's Randy. Okay, you're cute. Randy, Maya. <laughs> I went to this church camp, and it was it was white people there. And I met this little <laughs> white chick. She looked like Julianne Moore. If y'all know who that is, Google. Yeah, no, she's really pretty. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So I get knocked. I tell my partner nah. about it. And he don't talk to bitch out of doing it for the rest of the trip. 
I'm like, what kind of nigga is you? Are you serious? How lame is that? That is kind of lame. Okay, okay go ahead, Maya. You know okay. how to finish. I mean, I kind of... That was kind of lame. I mean, how do you follow that? Like, it's a church trip. <laughs> Get dumb. Like, well, you know, unfortunately, the shade will probably take that young lady and then put her out there as exactly. the hand. Exactly. Like, I, I don't... Like, I, I understand that it's a, it's a shade room for a reason. Like, right. The yeah. shade room. But, like, I don't understand... I don't like how they try to control the narrative and try to flip the narrative. Yes. And then you know what you're posting. You know exactly how to word it. You know exactly how... Did they say she was a hoe? It's just their wording. Because, like, she's in Jamaica right now for her birthday. It's Is that where all of them was there? It's all over her Instagram page. No, no, no. I'm talking about it was Future, Diddy. G Herbal. No, I, wasn't, not, I ain't thinking G Herbal. It was some, another celebrity. They were all there at that the same time. And me, me, me. Yes. That was my me. like a week, a week or two ago. That's when I realized she was the truth. The lawyer wasn't there. She wasn't? Mm-mm. The girl, they posted, that was the girl that they posted that said that was Lloyd was in. Oh, it was her? Oh, okay. Fake news. That's good. Exactly. Okay, see, they so didn't call that up. They and open the door. They need to start putting retractions. They have before, <laughs> once or twice. But they bring it to the other was like going on Shade Room and been twinned that the little boosie and trying to be this cap and stuff. That shit's been funny. So I just kind of, okay, I want to ask you, you know, you're Greek here. You know I ain't flying. Where I'm from? You know that shit ain't going. But, I, but I'm just, I mean, like, so, but if Boosie did that with your organization, like, you know, he, you know, y'all, would y'all check him? Would y'all try to teach him, like, they doing on live how to do the All right. neck roll? Let me just keep it a, a buck, because some brothers is going to tell you they will see Boosie and rip his shit off. But them brothers, in my opinion, it's idiotic, because it's something big. Well, as a young brother, it might fly. Because you ain't got as much to live for. You might not even be in your career yet. And it's a lot that you can really mess up. Um, but some of the older brothers who I know got families and careers, I'm about they would rip on, okay, you might. But what's going to be the consequence afterwards? Now, when he did that, yeah, I thought it was funny. Is it disrespectful? Yeah. Um, but it's a time and place for everything. Yeah. And I think sometimes you just have to take the time to educate people instead of always going straight a hundred. Yeah. Hold on. And... If they're being disrespectful and take it to another level, okay, y'all yeah. go there. But if you can't tell them, like, hey, Boosie, listen, this is why it's this, this, and that, yeah. you can't do that. But as the buzz, if, if there's a buzz that would try to teach him how to do anything we do, I guarantee he'd be exiled. Yeah. Because that's, that shit not flying. Yeah, We're not it, doing none of that. And if for people who, like, are maybe not being Greek to or they're not being a part of a sorority fraternity and people don't really understand, like, what their problem is, you know, at the end of the day, like, to, with people that are in these organizations, like myself and Q currently, th these are sacred. These are sacred type of situations. And this is not for anybody to just kind of put on the letters and, and just be a part of it and just kind of claim it. And it's just a level of disrespect. That is how we perceive it. Because for us, a lot of us feel like we earned these letters. Like we went through, we paid a process, we went through things to get it. And so we I'm making South Alpha Fraternity Incorporated is a non-hazing organization. As well as Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. But however, comma, in the words of Maya, um, you know, things happen, but it's still like people pay for this. So for people that don't understand, it's just kind of those situations. It's like, it's just a respect thing. It's like, you don't know what it means. You don't know the colors, but it does symbolize something. And so if you see something with Greek letters, just a rule of thumb, don't wear it. Do not wear it. Do not put it on. Do not rep it unless you're part of that organization. You got some people who don't care. They might kiki if you do it behind the scenes at somebody's house, but out in public. It's just a level of disrespect. And as far as the boozy people, my whole thing is it's like he has a whole team. 
I don't know how you have a whole team of people not really educating you, and that goes. No, it got his family. His cousin or brother is a captain. You know, I think I think, I think that's what I was showing them how to do it on there. Was that it? Okay. That that was strange to me. Like you going like, too, it's going too far now. Like he was doing, I was I would be so pissed if somebody is like, oh, bro, nigga, you showing somebody throw up the pinky, you showing her how. That is not cool to me. But side note, shout out to Boosie because he did say that he's going he's gonna give money too. He did say that. He didn't even realize how hard the cat was fucking with his songs. He did not. And I didn't even know that was like, I said at Langston, that wasn't their song they came out to, but... I mean, I've always known Capas to do to wipe me down. I did not really think that was their, like, shot. It ain't their song. I don't know about it being their song. Well, he stayed in Alabama. They be, that stayed, that's what they come out to. To that? And I was like, see, that we didn't see that that much in Oklahoma, but I thought it was a Midwest thing. Man, I'm trying to think. What is, I mean, Freaks of the Industry. Who? Freaks of the Industry. Is that a song? What is Freaks in the Industry? I gotta, you gotta sing the song. I don't know that title. We'll talk, we'll talk. Everybody knows this is for Randy? <laughs> but no, I just wanted to just address that because you know, we have people that are not a part of the organization. Just want to just set the tone. You know, at the end of the day, you just gotta educate yourself. But, um, guys, we just kind of want to just kind of start talking about all kinds of extra random things. But we're going to get ready to just kind of close out the show. We ain't closing out without talking about my damn cheese. What you talking about? Oh, I thought I could pass by that. No, nah, I just want to oh, shout out Kansas City. You know what I'm talking about? Because we was down 21 oh, in the first quarter. And then 20, right yeah, in the first quarter. They scored three touchdowns in five minutes. Whoa! Yeah, we was getting well, I killed. I you was getting nervous. No, nah, I wasn't worried. That's a- I should have been. A couple years ago, I would have been. But oh, I understand what my team is now. And then we came back and won by 20. So, are you from Kansas City, Kansas? Don't be disrespectful. You know where I'm from, Randy. Kansas City, to... Missouri? Yes, you know that. Okay, now I'm glad you said it, because you keep claiming Decatur. When you first got here, Mike did was not, but you know you're from Decatur, but now you tell it. No, nah, I'm from Kansas City, but by the way. Honorary key to the city of Decatur. Don't do it here. So. Randy be hating, because she's from no. Mount Jesus. No, I'm getting the keys back. No, but no, shout out to the football. So y'all, y'all think we go to the Super Bowl, though, for real, for real. We got to go. Y'all know who started this shit? Do y'all realize it? What you the, mean, Kansas City was the, the first? The Chiefs started the whole NFL. It was the AFL. We were the Dallas Texans. And then what? Lamar Hunt bought them, brought them to Kansas City. The Super Bowl, he named that shit. Are you, I did not know. We went to the Super Bowl, so we went to the first and the fifth, I think. We've only won. So was the first Kansas City won. Was it the fourth or the fifth? Fourth or fifth. We won that one. Who mm-hmm. was yes. the first Super Bowl ever in history? No, we lost Green Bay Beam. I was like, so what was the first? What was the first Super Bowl? Shit, I don't remember. That was before my time. It was like sixty something. Oh, the sixties. Late sixties. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Well, you know, my team ain't in it. You know, so I'm disappointed. But y'all the Chargers got a new coach. Y'all I, gonna be okay. That's what I said. I said at the end of the day, it was time for you know, Garrett gone on and bow out. I thought I would really like to get rid of Jerry ass, but that ain't happening. Until he die. You know, and then, you know. I would not be surprised. They're going to have a funeral there. Oh, yeah, guarantee. But I do think, like, even though this is not my team, this is somebody else's team, but I do think the 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl. I hope to meet them there. Yeah. I don't care who come from the NFC. As long as my team is there supporting the AFC, I'm no, good. And what's going on with Brady? What was his, what was he apologizing? Oh, I don't matter. Better? He's done. He's not playing right now. He's not playing? No, he's done. Barbecue chicken. What does that mean, like? That means he's out. He lost. He heard his say, oh, is he, the Patriots is out? Done. What did they get out the Super Bowl? Oh, they God. lost in a wild card. Ho, ho. To the Titans. Oh, wow. At home. Wow. So somebody said that he, he's not going to retire. He's going to go to, somebody said he's going to the Vikings. They think he's going to go to the Vikings. No, somebody was talking about San Diego. 
Uh, but nothing is confirmed. We don't know if he's leaving. It's all speculation. I think he should retire, but you know. He ain't retiring off on that loss. Well, cause that, that's, you know, I guess it's a bad way to end your career. Yeah. He should have retired later. You realize this is the first time since 2009, I believe, that they have not been in the playoffs? That gotta hurt. Yeah, that's It's like 11 years. Straight. Okay. And they got six. Well, nah, they done made the playoffs. They, they just, just ain't won every time. They lost. They got <laughs> six titles. <laughs> six titles, I think. Since 2001. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh, okay. All right, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our wonderful show here. We kind of covered a lot of things from New Year's to Melanin News. Shout out to the cast of All Natural and coming by and joining Black Educated and Broke. And, um, you know, all this other stuff with the shade room and sports. Like, we cover it all, guys. If you want, like, a good dose of a show, politics, black news, sports, entertainment, gossip, then I need you to be listening to Black Educated and Broke. We will be back. Let's talk about our next show. We are coming. Coming back, I don't have a, a calendar, but it is January the 26th. Yes. It's January the 26th is our next show. We're going to have another special guest. Our special guest, she's a credit repair specialist. She fixed your credit because we are going through the new year. We need to get that credit right. I know one of the things that um, somebody gave me some advice today, actually Sasha, the diva's husband, he said the first investment that you need to make if you want to make money, he encouraged you need to buy a home and you need to flip it. That's, a, that's the quickest way to get a big amount of money in two to three years. So I'm just trying to meditate and process that. So, But I can't do anything to get my credit right. So if y'all want to figure out how to get your... I ain't saying my credit messed up, but I'm just saying you can't get it right. It's your credit right. But I will say that's why we're going to have our credit repair specialist next uh, two Sundays from now, January the 26th, on our regular show from 9 to 11 right here on Highly Unique Radio. For guys, if you wanted to hear the whole show, don't worry, my friend. We're going to have a podcast version, and that's going to come out on Thursday. You can listen to it on your favorite streaming service, so it'll be on SoundCloud. It'll be on the Apple Podcast. It'll be on Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, it's going to be on all of those platforms on Thursday. So, guys, we're going to go out. You have a productive week. Stay positive, stay focused, stay driven. Don't let your haters get you down. It's been your girl, Randy O. Mike B. It's Maya. And as usual, it's time to kill the takeover. All right, we all guys. Have a good week. Looking for fresh voices for the discussion of urban and black culture? Then Black Educated and Broke, the podcast, is where you should tune in. Our podcast covers it all. Hip-hop, social media, television, politics, and community headlines. We talking for the culture, y'all. We laugh, make fun of Randy, drop headlines that some news outlets won't cover. Y'all can listen to us on all kinds of streaming platforms, whether you checking in and hear the 10 spot, or if Randy's talking about the same thing I just talked about, and Randy O, keep you in the know. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and even Google Play on Android. Don't forget SoundCloud, CastBox, ListenNotes.com, and the podcast app. So stop playing with yourself. You might as well listen. Trust me, I'm going in on everything. So keep it locked on Black, Educated, and Broke, the podcast for the culture.